loss helps us define our lives. By allowing our grief to matter, we discover our own strengths and embrace our authentic selves. Welcome to Good Grief with your host, Cheryl Jones. Get ready to be inspired, to create a deeper life, to make your time on Earth much more meaningful. Now, here is Cheryl Jones. Hello, I'm your host, Cheryl Jones, and I want to welcome you to Good Grief, where we talk each week about the transformations that can come from loss. Today, I'm welcoming back Allison Gilbert. Allison's the author of the best-selling book, Past and Present, the first how-to guide ever written for discovering creative and meaningful ways to keep the memories of loved ones alive. And we previously had an hour together to talk about that book. Uh, Inspiring and empowering, this much-needed, easy-to-use roadmap reveals 85 imaginative ways to celebrate and honor the family and friends we never want to forget. Today, we'll be talking mostly about her new role at Legacy Republic. Welcome, Allison. Hey, how are you, Cheryl? So good to be with you again. I'm well, and I'm very happy to have you back. You know, I wanted to tell you that, um, obviously, I read practically a book a week for the show. Um, and and certain And certain books stick with me and end up finding their ways into recommendations for clients and, um, you know, people I encounter. And I, I have to say, I've recommended your book a lot. Oh, um, my gosh. You just made my day. <laughs> Well, good. I'm glad because, you know, there's, um, I find I'm really liking these days, uh, very accessible, clear, um, uh, invitations to action. Well, uh, of course, I, I think this is, I mean, that's why I'm so glad to speak with you again, because I feel like the the work that I did on the book, Past and Present, um, is very much in vain, and why I am so pleased to have partnered with Legacy Republic. I mean, it's really about that proactivity piece that you were just talking about. It's about taking control. And, you know, I've I've done a lot of thinking this year uh, about what what every grief person has things they they feel um, supported by in grief, and uh, I've kind of been nailing that down for myself. Of course, you've got to feel bad. I mean, <laughs> yes, of course, it's you, sad. you can't get around that. It feels yes. bad sometimes, and you've got to find comfort for that and solace. But I think we also need inspiration and we need action. And well, you know uh, what? Be- it's really yeah. I'm sorry. I, I I was interrupting you, but I did want to just you know echo what you were saying. And I think the really important thing that you're hitting on, if you don't mind me just jumping in, is that what I discovered uh, in my work with Legacy Republic and of course writing past and present and other books. It's really about this piece that when you are mourning. Um, M-O-U-R-N-G, like when you are sad, when you are grieving, you generally benefit, if you're lucky, from being a passive recipient of support. And what I mean by that is, if you are um, 
going to a loved one's funeral, if you're going to a memorial service, if you're going to a wake, in those instances, people come up to you. They know where to go. They know what to say. They know what to do, generally speaking. We can hope anyway. (laughs) Yeah, well, you hope. And then what happens later on when you move into that portion of your life where you want to remember you can no longer really be passive. It doesn't work, right? Because people don't know how to help you or don't remember to help you. And so I call that active remembering. So you have to shift from being passive to being active to keep the memory of loved ones alive. I I resonate with that. Also, I don't know if you know... uh the work of Lorraine Hedke, she was on my show at one point. Her she she wrote a book called Remembering Lives with a Dash. And oh, wow. um, her her point of view is about cultivating the relationship that will continue if you get the chance to when someone yeah. is dying and actually laying seeds. And I can imagine that being really compatible with you with what you do. Uh, you know, if someone says this picture is really meaningful to me because blank, blank, blank. Then that narrative follows you beyond their death and um, continues the meaning-making process, which is, to my mind, so important with grief. 100%. I am just absorbing everything that you're saying and agreeing for sure. Also, I just have to throw this in about people knowing what to do and say. Um, there's I don't know if you know um, the book there is no good card for this yes I love that yeah I had Emily McDowell on the show talking about that book and it's got a similar I I kind of think of your two books together because it's it's about a slightly different subject obviously but the accessibility and the clarity is is quite it's got yes, a sim- I'm, similar I'm a feeling. huge fan. I think you're absolutely right. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, me too. I just heard Kelsey Crow, her uh, co-author, speak recently, and I can see why they get along. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving moving to, so I know you've been doing a lot of workshops, speaking engagements, and, and all kinds of things, um, including interviewing people about how they keep remembrance of their loved ones. And then, uh, you know, you reached out to me about your leg, this legacy project. And I'd like, I'd like to connect the dots. How did you um, get from writing the book and, and sharing the book to becoming involved in this project? Well, it's such a um, organic um, process, to be honest, because I only learned about Legacy Republic, um, the company that I am so proud now to be the executive family and memories editor for, because I reported about them in the book. Um, I did not know them at all, but in my uh, research, I came across them. And what the company is, and I'll kind of explain it before we dig in further, just so you know, listeners 
listeners can have a sense of what this company is all about. It's really all about sharing and preserving family memories. And so um, if you have old scrapbooks, if you have old photo albums, if you have old VHS tapes or, you know, 35 millimeter slides, um, if you have any of those things or even recent pictures on, you know, your iPhone that you want to um, have give you heightened joy. And in the cases of the older media, to digitize them and make them contemporary so they won't continue to fade or degenerate, right? Because, you know, of course, VHS tapes won't last forever. And so this company brings those precious memories into the present so you can enjoy them online on your laptop you can enjoy them and you know put those images right on Facebook or you can even put them you know on your wall right or wear them around your neck and these lovely keepsakes and so they really try to elevate the happiness that can come from these beautiful photographs so I featured Legacy Republic in my book and I just fell in love by the concept what they do, but really how Legacy Republic distinguishes itself from other companies that may sound similar is how they do it and how they bring families and neighbors and communities together because what they do is unlike any other company, and that's really why I got involved. So it's not just, I mean, I know there are a lot of companies where you send them a box of your stuff and they send you back you know, DVDs kind of thing. But this is not just that, it it sounds like, that it really is about the legacy of people you've lost more particularly. Yeah, Would that so, be? Yeah, yeah. So what they do that really, really turned me on and why I chose to include them um, as opposed to any other company, as you said, that's similar, is because what they do is very, very social. And what I mean by that is, and why it's so important, is that so many times when we start thinking about digitizing all of these different kinds of media, whether it's slides or photographs or albums or scrapbooks or VHS tapes or, you know, film reels, you know, eight millimeter film reels, um, it just seems so... um, joyless, right? It seems like it sucks the energy out of you and you have to kind of be by yourself in your attic, in your basement. It just doesn't sound like fun. And so what Legacy Republic does and what really got me excited is that they turn that idea on its head. Instead of it being isolating and instead of you doing something just on your own, you actually can do it with your friends and with your neighbors and actually have it be a party. You know, they have Legacy Republic representatives, and we call them Legacy Makers, and they are all over the country. And what they do is that they come to your home, you invite your guest list, everyone comes over, and then they bring also their scrapbooks or their photo albums or their, you know, slides. And then you can talk, you can drink, you can hang out, you can have a really good time and then they'll peel you off one by one and then you get to kind of give them your materials right then and right there so you're not sending them away yourself 
And so that alleviates a lot of the burden. And plus, you're hanging out with your friends, and so it's a lot of fun. I can, of course, thoroughly imagine that being fun. <laughs> I mean, I, I am guessing it really, really is, um, in case other people might not be thinking so at the moment, because I'm sure a lot of people who are in the throes of deep grief might be listening, and that might yeah, not sound like yeah. fun right now, but I can imagine that it is. The thing I... Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, I, I was just going to address what you just said, if you don't mind. Not at you all. You can obviously have a very different tone. So these legacy makers who are all over the country who help families and individuals share and preserve memories, these are professionals. These are very smart. These are very sensitive. These are incredibly, um, you know, caring um, professionals. And so I could imagine this not having the tone if you're not ready for it of, let's say, a boisterous Friday night celebration, it could mm-hmm. take on the tone of the family or the individual who needs them. And so let's say you are preparing for a memorial service. Let's say you're deep in that painful period where you are just rightfully so very sensitive and raw, but you want to digitize some memories so then you can maybe show them at a service or when you get home after a wake or maybe, you know, after a shiva. Um, This can be helpful for that too because then you can Mm. contemporize how you commemorate, you can modernize how you memorialize. And that's really important, too. And to be honest, that's a really fantastic opportunity that I think legacy makers could really help people with, too. You know, I'm going to use myself as a as a possible, uh, I'm going to out myself. I okay. have. <laughs> I have. Uh-oh, uh-oh, listeners, uh, listen okay, up. Okay, so, so. My wife died. I have stuff all over my house in various pockets of space uh, that that relate to her death. Then my dad died. Well, when my dad died, mostly everything stayed with my mom. Uh, she gave me a few things, but but then my mom died. I have so much stuff. Yeah, uh, I didn't keep most of the objects. But I've but it's pictures, it's ta- it's all that. So when I imagine having a an event such as you're describing, it it uh, it feels as if I would have to do a whole lot to get ready for that. And I'm wondering, is there some kind of process that goes on to to help people prepare to share? Or you know is it sort of yeah, share the top you know, of the pile? Really, or really... how does that go? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's a really good question, and a lot of the legacy makers who work with Legacy Republic, um, perhaps it's not surprising, they also do a lot of professional organizing, and they're also professional, you know, caretakers of these um, memories themselves, and so when they go into a home, they can even prep you 
before they come and do, let's say, a gathering for you, or maybe you just want to do it by yourself because you're not ready for that big social piece that I was talking about, they can come work with you one-on-one. And in fact, that's a very, very healing process because while we don't like to admit it, sometimes we keep too much. And sometimes it's the giving yourself permission to digitize this but let that go, that process of really peeling back the onion of what's important and what can make you happy is ultimately a very, very healing act. And again, going back to what we first talked about, it's that proactivity piece. Just by getting out from under all that you may have inherited or all that you have is also very peaceful because it's not sitting there calling your name saying you should be doing something with it or maybe it's just sitting there and making you feel guilty that you're not going through it. It's the doing something that is also incredibly restorative. Well, what's interesting to me, and of course I have done a lot of that, it just is an endless job. (laughs) And I'm fortunate that I don't feel guilty about it. Um, I kind of gave up guilt somewhere along the line with, you know, yeah, dealing with death a lot. Do, but, <laughs> right? I'm sure in your work, too, you know a lot of people do, you know. Yes, absolutely. It can be such a huge part. Uh, it's almost time for our first break, but um, I think we're talking about something important we might want to continue after the break, which is when I think of um, hiring an organizer, let's say, um, I can imagine doing it with lots of things but not necessarily things associated with losses because there's an efficiency to that that um, obviously I'm I'm broad brushing organizers because some of them are quite resonant about the emotional level of it but some are not some are very quick and and I can imagine that if you work for a company that is all about legacy, that would be less likely. Would that be true to say that there would be some kind of... say that, right. So it's a self-selecting group. And so by working with a company like Legacy Republic, by working with their professional team of legacy makers, you're getting a certain sensitivity. You're getting a very specific, you know, attitude and professionalism that your very um, smart concerns um, would not be, um, you know, warranted for this particular team. Um, And that's why I'm so proud, really, to be working with Legacy or Public because they are sensitive and they are caring and they are warm and they are just, they embrace memories to such a degree that it equals their clients' sensibilities, if that makes sense. And so it's a real partnership that forms. Let's continue with that. I think there's a little more to say about that when we get back from the break. But let's let's take our break now. Listeners, you can find links to my website, social media, on the Good Grief page at Voice America. And you can find Allison Gilbert at www.allisongilbert.com. Be back soon.
your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Good Grief with Cheryl Jones. To reach Cheryl or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Cheryl Jones at weatheringgrief.com. Now, back to Good Grief. Welcome back. This is Cheryl Jones, and I've been talking with Allison Gilbert, who wrote Past and Present, and is now working with Legacy Republic um, as an advocate for remembrance of those we love who've died. And before the break, Allison, we were we were really diving into the sensitivity that's required to really make, uh, you know, digitizing and organizing and all that um, an emotionally healing process instead of a kind of ripping and tearing <laughs> um, feeling uh, because of course in my office I work with people who are um, who've had losses and they're they're trying to mend I guess uh, go forward and um, too much uh, too much speed, I guess, in in organizing things and getting rid of things and all can lead to a kind of backlash emotionally. Yes? Well, I, I think that everyone has their own pace. Everyone definitely has their own um, appetite for um, taking on this kind of, you know, process that we've been talking about. But when mm. you are ready, um, there's no um, need to work any faster than you feel comfortable, right? So there's no... Um, uh, set instruction manual that anyone has to follow. And so it's really meant to be 
comforting and not something that makes you feel um, like a disconnect between what your goals are and what feels right to you, right? So that synergy, that place where it feels good is where Legacy Republic um, comes in. And, and I should say, you know, Legacy Republic is really not just about preserving and sharing memories of those who've passed away. That's the lens by which I came to Legacy Republic, but I should also say, you know, I have two um, children and I love working with Legacy Republic for even my current memories. So I just didn't want to leave that out. And so oh, some people might be listening to, to us. Say. Yeah, only because if you worked with them, you know, it's not like they only work with media that is of people who have died, right? They're not going to, like, shun the images of your living (laughs) friends and family. I just didn't want to um, leave your listeners with that impression. Uh Well, the the other thing I'm aware of is that um, my kids, who are 24, 29, and 37, um... I, I'm thinking a lot because they're not really ready to consider me not being here. Um, but I'm thinking a lot myself about what my legacy is and what I want them to have access to and sort of an invitation to someday when I'm not here. I'm 64. Right, right. It won't be forever, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so how I can imagine people kind of uh, organizing their own legacy uh, while alive in some sense as well. And that would be a tremendous gift to actually give your family, right? If you determined what you think are the important stories to pass on and you do that for your family, that's a fabulous gift. Um, I think that would be an extraordinary opportunity to do for your children or for your grandchildren. Maybe that's why they re- they invented retirement because <laughs> <laughs> currently, <laughs> well, I would work that in. But you know, I do I do find myself leaving things, leaving breadcrumbs to uh, to what matters to me. Um, with that in mind, um, you know hoping for intersections that continue um, because my parents are both dead and uh, it's amazing the numbers of things even though I was very vocal and we we talked about you know most things um, but the number of questions I didn't ask them is really stunning yeah yeah I think most people have that uh, so I've I've been finding myself telling stories more often, and you know, really trying to uh, communicate a sense of my life from my own point of view lately since they died. Yeah, well, that you know, it's funny that you mention that because it makes me think about the other unintended fallout that happens after we lose someone. So for you, you were just describing, you know, how it makes you um, want to record, you know, um, you know, whether or not on paper or however you're thinking about sharing those stories. But for other people who have been through loss, and of course many of your listeners have, it really makes you better equipped, I think, to be a good friend to someone who 
who is going through loss, right? Somehow having been through that experience makes you better equipped um, to help um, people who are close to you go through that same journey. And so I think we can be sensitive not only to what we leave behind in our own legacy, but really now how we can be a better friend. Absolutely. And so I could I could even possibly imagine, um, you know, a, a friend suggesting this to a friend and kind of helping them with it on a friend basis as well. Uh, because well, such I, 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 we're talking yeah, about you know, something beautiful and emotional at the same time. Yeah, and and I would also say, you know, one more thing that's really related to that. You know, if you're listening to your show and you've been through um, a loss, um, I would venture to say that you are, as I said before, likely a better friend to those people who are currently going through, um, you know, similar heartbreak. And what Legacy Republic has is a bunch of amazing people to work with who can, you know, be a part of that team to also help other people go through their memories. And so we talked before about being a legacy maker, being a part of the legacy Republic team. You know, the economy still isn't 100% great. And so if you're a listener and this work appeals to you, the helping other people think about their loved ones, preserving memories, sharing those stories, and you actually want to be a legacy maker and make money from helping people to preserve and think about their loved ones, and of course, as we said before, their families today, you know, join the team. It's really mission-based, and they're growing. The company, Legacy Republic, is growing. And I would say be a part of that team and put your losses to work, right? And so you can <laughs> That's be a up our friend. alley, isn't it? Isn't it, Allison? Putting 100%. our... 100%. Yeah. You know, you didn't <laughs> want it, but why not, you know, have it be a driver of, um, of great pleasure moving forward? That sort of moves to... Uh, because, of course, this show is about the outgrowth of um, experienced grief, you know, like your first book was an outgrowth of your grief uh, and the work you did that led to that book also. Um, And then there's, uh, you know, one thing that you and I share is doing several things. You do at least two, probably more, (laughs) that, that directly relate to the losses in your life. And that's, at least for me, I'll speak personally, extremely inspiring to to be um, making use of those experiences and that love in my life has a lot of meaning for me. Um, that's the overriding experience. And, uh, for instance, last week was the 22nd anniversary of my wife's death. And I was pretty emotional. Not on the day, I, I seem to, the, the day of, no, but around it, you know, I watched some videos of her, I, you know, uh, talked with my, my, one of my daughters about uh, a film I saw that she was in at two and a half or something, you know, and then to also be working in it, that balance of keeping 
keeping it going for myself and taking care of myself. Do you have any difficulties with that, or is that pretty um, pretty organic and fluid? You know, I think every experience is different, and I think it is, as you just said, organic and fluid, and I think some days are harder than others, and some days are, you know, stronger than others, and I think it is. There is this ebb and flow, and I think the most important thing is to be accepting of that, you know, and to be patient even with yourself. I I applaud that, of course, and <clears throat> I guess I would say the same for myself as as well. But I, you know, I'm very intent on not being Pollyanna about the whole thing, um, <laughs> <laughs> just in general. So there there are certainly um, you have to be willing if you're doing this work, uh, willing to have those two collide the work you're doing now, and grief of various kinds. Um, mostly I find that very lively and and uh, wonderful. And then occasionally there's a moment that's more difficult about it. Yeah, I think that um, to think about loss as being... Um, you know, clean and neat and tied up with a bow and one day you're grieving and one day you're not is really, <laughs> of course, as we know, not how it works. Not and how so it works. to yeah. accept the mess is really, um, it's more peaceful because then you could be a little bit easier on yourself. And, of course, the reason that action piece is so important is that it's um, it gives us some authority over the mess, I guess I would say. It gives us some way to interact with the mess that empowers. Uh, that's how I experience it sometimes. You know, when I do this show every week, um, it, I have a lot of gratitude for it to be able to uh, make something out of it. So I'm I'm guessing that that's some of the motivation for people who work for this company you're working with. You know uh, what? I was just going to say, I, th- I think you're absolutely right. I think that the motivation for a lot of the legacy makers is because they come from a very, very strong sense that relationships matter, that our families make a difference, that our connections with individuals, with friends, with colleagues, with coworkers, with acquaintances, that these bonds are really what define us. And so if you're able to think about moving forward from your loss, and one of those ways is to honor the memories that still means something to you, right? Like in the present tense, still means something to you, then working with a legacy maker, or as we said before, becoming a legacy maker, uh, you know, really joining the Legacy Republic team. And people can do that, by the way, um, if they want to. Uh, do you mind if I mention the website no, for people right to ahead. go to? You know, Legacy Absolutely. Republic. 
dot com uh, is a very easy way. Legacy Republic is across all social media uh, channels, and you know, join the team and use your experiences to help others um, share their family stories. It would just be a wonderful opportunity. And let me know. You know, reach out to me. Um, you know, Allison Gilbert, you mentioned my website before. Reach out to me. My email address is right there. And let me know that you've joined the Legacy Republic team so that I can know uh, who you are and what motivates you. And let me know, too, because I, I love to see what the impact is. You know, um, it's it's always so, mostly the impact that I'm aware of is, uh, numbers, because I know how many people are listening. But Which is a I, ton. Uh, but but I do very much enjoy hearing where people, why people are, you know, what is leading to that. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about too, because story is so important. Narrative is so important in in this whole. Um, I guess in being human, period. But especially yeah. when you're trying to make meaning out of something that's hard, uh, the the depth of story about it really makes a difference. Which, of course, is what we're talking about overall, isn't it? Story is really critical. And um, when we first um, started your show, we talked about um, kind of where my relationship with Legacy Republic, you know, came from. But something that you just said sparked um, another memory of mine that I really wanted to make sure that I shared with you, which is um, when I wrote Past and Present, there was another idea that involves narrative. And you just talked about, you know, narrative and storytelling and how that helps us preserve our loved one's memory. And one thing that I remember really clearly writing about in Past and Present was what handwriting um, says, what it means to us, why is handwriting so evocative of our loved one? You know, Mm -hmm. to this day, if I see handwriting of my mother's, you know, who passed away so long ago, it immediately makes my heart, you know, skip a beat. You know, I love seeing her handwriting. And if you can have that be a part of your life, right, if you can have that image of that handwriting scanned, you know, um, I highlighted an artist in past and present who engraves um, an image of someone's handwriting onto, you know, a pendant for a necklace, or maybe it's cufflinks, and it's a way of keeping handwriting close. And that's why, like, one of the things, you know, we were talking before about, um, you know, scanning pictures, but you can also scan, by the way, other things. And so when Legacy Republic brings this, um, it's called Studio, they have this incredible um, iPhone-operated, um, you know, piece of technology that allows you to scan entire scrapbooks in your home. It's like a miracle. And the reason why that's so impressive is because what's on a scrapbook, it's not just photographs, right? It's perhaps your loved one's handwriting, which goes uh, back to that narrative thread that you were just talking about. And, and not to mention the way that they, uh, they arranged things. And what pictures they put with which, and all that kind of thing, I can imagine too. You know, I, my um, I heard somewhere that they weren't going to teach kids 
uh, how to how to write in cursive anymore, and it made me so sad. <laughs> and yeah. then my my little grandson is in kindergarten, and my daughter sent me a picture of him learning uh, cursive in oh. kindergarten, and I was like. They're not going to let it go. Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll pick that up when we get back from the second break. Um, And meantime, listeners, you can go to weatheringgrief.com. That's my website or the Good Grief Host page. You can find Allison Gilbert at allisongilbert.com, and you can find the company we've been talking about at legacyrepublic.com. Back after the break. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Good Grief with Cheryl Jones. To reach Cheryl or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Cheryl Jones at weatheringgrief.com. Now, back to Good Grief. Welcome back to Good Grief. I'm here with Allison Gilbert. And uh, we've been talking both uh, a little bit about uh, her book, Past and Present, and the work she did with uh, legacy building. And now that has also um, turned into work she's doing with a company called LegacyRepublic.com to um, preserve memories and do it in community. Um, Does that summarize it pretty well, Allison? The company is a um, California-based initiative, and what they do is that they have legacy makers, these professionals all over the country, who literally fan out, and they go to community centers, they go to religious institutions, they go to your home, they go to wherever you are and wherever individuals and families want to preserve and digitize and share family stories and so 
It's um, getting the white glove treatment. It's getting um, someone to take care of your most precious family memories um, in the comfort of your own home. You know, they even bring this technology that I was mentioning before called Studio right into your house where they can digitize entire scrapbooks and entire photo albums without you having to part with it. Like, you don't have to send your album anywhere. They can do it right in your own home and... Um, they have, you know, the ability to make yellowing photographs, you know, more rich and black and white and just kind of to restore them. They can color correct photographs and um, it's really kind of phenomenal. You know, it's also <laughs> connecting in my mind. So we're, we're in the age of social media. I, I never go to a... Um, go out to dinner with my family that people aren't on their phones talking to other people who are not present you know ghosts at the table and (laughs) (laughs) that sort of thing and then at the same time there is just a really intense um sharing of grief thing going on death cafes death salons um the dinner party which is about uh younger people meeting to talk about uh, the loss of their parents, um, you know, all of, and this too, uh, almost a Tupperware party for remembrance, <laughs> we might almost say. And those are all such intense and deep um, ways of relating in person, if you will. Uh, and I have this idea that human beings just need that. So if something is happening that takes us in in the other direction, There's there are going to be a lot of things invented to bring us back to each other. Uh, this is the idea I have. What do you think about that? Well, I think connection um, helps us get through virtually all obstacles, right? Virtually all challenges are made easier to manage when we are able to lean on each other. Yeah, human beings are a social bunch. And um, to gain support um, through all different avenues um, and then also to be able to give support. You know, we talked about your listeners, if they wanted to become a legacy maker um, and use their experiences to help others, that's a part of the chain that you're describing, which is how can you use your experiences to be of help? How can you help other people who are facing um, difficulties and joining Legacy Republic or anything else that you do um, that could use your experiences to make somebody else's um, pain go away or to celebrate their triumphs. You know, I do want to make sure that I emphasize that Legacy Republic is not just about, you know, preserving the memories of those who have passed away, right? It really is about family, whether or not um, people are, you know, gone, you know, too soon or families that are still present with us. So it's really about that connection, whether past or present. Well, the, the other thing I find, because I've put on some some uh, what we call death salons, which were um, talking about death through the arts, as opposed to cafes where you're just talking. Um, yes, and yes, yes. Um, you know, I've done art of remembrance workshops. Um, I I usually do the music part, but um, 
when you're talking intimately about uh, relationship with people who you've lost, there's there's such an intimacy in general. Every subject is okay at that point. That's what I find. That uh, I could imagine, for instance, even if the even if the quote unquote party was about remembering someone who was gone, that um, you there might be a lot of things about current relationships that would come into it and be enjoyed. You do that just the way your mother used to do it, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? It's it's that it's that. Memory sharing that only can happen um, if you invite that in, which is really, uh, it's echoing a part of the conversation that we had a little bit earlier about the proactivity piece. So let's take it apart a little bit. Let's unpack what we're talking about. If you didn't decide to, let's say, have people come over to your home, if you didn't make the choice, let's say, to invite you know, a company, let's say, like Legacy Republic, in and you didn't create a guest list and you didn't buy the food and you didn't have, you know, the invitation go out. If you didn't do all those things, if you weren't proactive, then you wouldn't have created the opportunity to share memories. And so that's what happens when you put yourself in that place. Um, it it's uplifting because you're giving yourself a moment. You're cracking open the opportunity to keep memories alive. And so that's what's so life-enhancing. Life I also think there's this, I, sometimes I remember back to before I experienced the illness and death of my wife and how... Um, how my expectation was that um, that experience, you know, when she got sick and knowing she would die, I, I just expected it all to be rotten. <laughs> um, I don't know how else to put it. Um, and it just wasn't at all. And so I'm very, uh, part of why I love to do this show is um, is it makes things uh, sayable. So, for instance, a lot of times when I have a guest after we get off the air, they'll say, "Wow, that was fun." You know, <laughs> um, you get used to talking about difficult subjects. Let's say about losses, about deep feeling, and it actually becomes very positive. I feel so. I can imagine well, that 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 might that your friends might. Uh, they get the invitation, right? You're going to um, do a, a Legacy Republic party about your mom, let's say, who died a year ago. And the only reason your friends come is because how would they refuse, right? <laughs> but I can well, also you know imagine that changes the conversation over time because it ends up being a good experience. Well, I would actually say it a little bit differently. It wouldn't be a legacy republic about your particular parent, right? It's not about you and your loss. I think the goal is actually somewhat different 
that mm-hmm. having people over, it's almost doing them a favor. Because as I said before, Legacy Republic is not just about celebrating the memories of those who died. It's about honoring and preserving the memories of our, you know, even of our kids' childhood or, you know, that graduation from last year. You know, they make, you know, beautiful keepsakes and wall hangings and, you know, beautiful, you know, blocks that go on your desk with these great photographs. And it's a way of elevating how these pictures can, um, you know, it elevates the joy that these photographs can bring or the home movies. I mean, to watch video of my children today and to see their reaction of what they looked like back then when they were babies and they're teenagers now, Uh that is not depressing or sad and it wouldn't be about you know um, my reason for digitizing something maybe different from somebody else's but you're actually giving someone the chance to preserve whatever memories they have whether or not someone is living or gone and maybe it's both maybe maybe someone it's wants both to bring, for yeah, sure maybe it's both but but I think bottom line it's about connecting deeply with what uh, matters most to the people we care about Right, <laughs> And that's why I think it's doing them a favor. I think if you had a Legacy Republic party and you had a Legacy Maker come to your home and you invited uh, you know, your neighbors and friends to bring their pictures, bring their photo albums, bring their VHS tapes, my gosh, and they didn't have to go research other companies and to go mail those things away and someone from Legacy Republic is right there to take this material from them, my gosh, I think you're doing everyone an incredible service. And then if you turn around and become a legacy maker because you know how much um, of a difference you will make in someone's life, how much peace you will bring them, I mean, that's the gift I think that keeps on giving, to be honest. You know, I I was commenting on the break, Allison, how, um, how much passion you have for this. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, it's contagious, I have to tell you. Oh, I <laughs> so am. I, I, I am. I'm am. I hope, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. That's so I know, I was just going to say, I am enthusiastic, it is authentic, it's really, you know, it's very easy to be very giddy um, about a company, about a product, about, you know, about work that I do, because it seems so in sync with all the... Um, all the material that I write about memory and family, it really does seem to be in line. And so if you're sensing that passion, I'm glad because it's true and it feels, it feels right. Well, and um, I guess I would say sometimes we put um, our passions, or I do, I'll just speak for myself, separate from my business, right and and they do need to go together and so i appreciate that you've put them together in your life it's it's um it's fun to see and i want to oh, thank you for being so, here today Cheryl, you're awesome i love talking to you absolutely great well then we'll have to talk again <laughs> next, <laughs> next week i'll have diane barnes her play my stroke of luck uh is about her uh a, a very devastating stroke she had and what changed in her life as she recovered from it. 
Looking forward to that. This has been Good Grief with Cheryl Jones. I look forward to being with you again next week for another meaningful conversation. Thank you so much for joining us for Good Grief. Please come back next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Cheryl Jones, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a meaningful week. Abre mi corazón.